Hello and welcome to the Behind the Artist podcast with Park West Gallery. I'm Gallery Director Morris Shapiro. If you'd like to view works of the artists I'm interviewing and learn more about them, please visit our podcast site with links to more content at parkwestgallery.com forward slash podcast. International art dealer Park West Gallery is proud to present our new podcast series, Behind the Artist. Each episode will be talking to popular contemporary artists to learn the stories and inspiration behind their extraordinary artwork and fascinating careers. You should not be making good paintings. You should not be making great paintings. You should be making magic. So says the amazing Chaba Marcus in this episode of Behind the Artist. Chaba is a larger-than-life personality and a supremely gifted visual artist. And he has a unique story to tell that begins here with his childhood and early years growing up in communist Hungary, where he reveals pretty much more than ever before about the details of his tenacious struggle to escape to America. There he lived in his car in California while trying to earn enough money to bring his little family to join him. He discusses how the Renaissance artists, particularly Leonardo, unseparated by time, became his mentors why he didn't sign his name on his paintings for 15 years, and why he sometimes destroys his paintings, even if he's worked on them for months, and that's a fact I can attest to because I've actually witnessed him doing it. Chaba provides some surprising insights into his amazing technique, why the subject of women dominates, and the five elements of great art that took him 25 years to discover. You'll see why at the conclusion of this fascinating interview why the Toronto Sun newspaper named him along with Picasso, Renoir, and others one of the 10 world's most romantic artists in history. This is Behind the Artist. It's no frills, just real and a deep conversation. I'm Maura Shapiro, and I hope you enjoy this journey into the life and art of Chaba Marcus. Java Marcus, it's so nice to have you with us. Thanks for joining us on the program today. My pleasure to be here. The interesting thing I find is, there's so many things that are interesting about you and your work, but one of the interesting things I find is that, you know, your appearance is so unique. You know, you have long flowing hair way past your shoulders. You wear, you know, leather, you wear like a leather vest and really cool cowboy boots. And you wear a magician's hat, a leather magician's hat. And so you have this amazing appearance. And then you add that, add to that your personality, which is larger than life. You're full of life and vigor. You're you're exciting. You have this booming voice and this marvelous charisma about you. And yet you're not really that interested. You've told me in who who you are and your personality and your life, you're more focused on your art and how it will be seen in 500 years. And I, I find that interesting because not many artists feel that way today. Many artists, you know, they, of course they wonder you know, how in the future that people will look at their art and they hope they will, but they're not really looking to that. They're thinking more about the next day, you know, and what, they're, what their sales are going to be, their exhibitions, whatever, their promotions, their, their social media, all that good stuff. But not so much you. You're really thinking more about the future of your work. And I think it's a good place to start. Why don't you talk about that idea a little bit? Yeah, you know, I was very young, and I started uh, dressing up always differently as other people. <laughs> I think so that is the existence. You want to prove you are individual, and uh, sometimes go to bad way, and people have, uh, you know, tattoos or jewels or piercing. 
I did not go that far, but but with my hair, never I had the same hair as other people, or never I had the same clothes. Actually, uh, you know, I have just one clothes. <laughs> when they when they say Papa Ch- uh, uh, Chaba, uh, uh, change your clothes, then I have absolutely the same. Maybe you know, I have uh, uh, you know many hats, right? And yeah, many pants. Many pants, but they're the same. Uh, uh, always yeah, the same. Yeah. So you go out in in Chaba Marcus attire. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, in Halloween, uh-huh. I dress up. <laughs> it's Chaba Marcus. <laughs> but talk about this idea of, of the future of your work. When I was in the communist system, actually you were nobody. The individual is nothing. Even uh, they ask Stalin, what, what's happened with the many, many thousand people who disappeared? And uh, he said, it's no matter that it's just a statistic. Mm-hmm. He did not care about individuals. Mm-hmm. The communist system, um, uh, and I just uh, was thinking about thinking about the mass, control the mass. So I am opposite. I like the individualistic uh, philosophy and thinking, and that is the right place actually in America. The uh, first amendment, you know, you can and think anything. You can have any religion, any everything is goes. And I think so that is the right way. And even I was growing up in the communist oppressive system, I was so lucky because I was not in the system. Actually, my mom, because she had three jobs, she, she could not had, uh, supervise me. And I, I grew up organic. What is it looks like the water coming down from the the mountain? Find a way, go around the, the obstacles, and just go into uh, normal gravity. And this is my life. Mm-hmm. I have a gravity. Just express myself, create. That is my uh, individualistic goal. Just prove myself I am alive, and I can do that. And uh, when I was in the communist system, because the we are product of, of the, our environment. What kind of school we had, what we re- read, what movie we watched, uh, our friends, who were they are, the teachers, our parents. I believe every word but the parents tell their children, maybe it looks like we are not listening. But if you remember what your father told you, you remember for your life. Mm-hmm. It's true. Maybe it looks like the teenagers is uh, ignorant, but it's not. They are listening, just they, want, they are gutsy. Mm-hmm. They want to show they have their own will and they growing up and they carve their own life from their life. So I grew up organic. I did not get any supervising. I was remember I was three years old, and I remember that day when the revolution broke out and we revolted against the Russian army. And people was running around, and I was in the street with my brother. I was three years old, and he was four years old. And we hold each other hand, and we we went and. and to the other grandmother homes. But we were three and four. 
Mm. Think about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah they put you in the jail if you let the, uh, your children walk in the street right. when they are three years old. Mm -hmm. And I remember nothing else in the, my, my memory of that time, just the revolution. I did not know what is the revolution. I did not know what's happening. But uh, at night I heard the machine guns. You know, the Hungarian uh, and freedom fighter was, was fighting with many thousand tanks and uh, hundred thousand Russian and, 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 and army. I don't know how many thousand, but many thousand. And uh, the next day, actually, again, I, I moved my place. I walked to my other grandmother. They, they were her, her, not far from each other, just a couple of blocks. And you could not look out in the window, because if you look out, they shoot you, because wow. the Hungarians shoot them. So right, that, right. And, I, and I was, I, and I find a window in the basement, and I, I look at outside, and I saw the rumbling the tank. Mm -hmm. And so I too, a bit. And later, my mama said, actually, when I look, looked out, they shoot, I shot, shoot, uh, shot a Russian soldier. Mm. And my grandfather was very human, very nice man. And he said, and, and the, the dead soldier was there, who was the enemy. And they said, he's, he's dead, it looks like he dead a dog. We should give him a proper funeral. And, you know, so the, the closest home they put in the garden. Hmm. And then and, and there is his uh, now. It's and I so remember I was played. Mm -hmm. on, on a dead mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. Russian yeah. soldier. Yeah. We, we don't hate the Russians. Mm -hmm. We don't hate the enemy. Our country had so many war. That is no war. Mm -hmm. in, uh, you yeah, know why that, we should hate? World, yeah. You know, even the American. I, I tell you, are you a, a, what people don't want to hear. The American destroyed my whole city. We, we were in the German side, but we, that, they forced us to be in the German side. And, and my, my mom said, when the uh, American planes came, then we went down to the basement, and I, I lay down in the floor, the basement floor, and my brother laid, laid near me, and my father and, and, and mother was lay on us. Mm -hmm. So they said when the bomb coming, we will die together. Mm -hmm. And that, that happened because uh, just the, the very next neighbor, they got a, a direct hit and there was a big hole. I did not know when I grew up and played, why is that mm -hmm. big hole there? Mm -hmm. And they said, all for me, just, mm -hmm. just disappeared. Mm -hmm. So I, I grew up in the, this environment. Mm -hmm. I wanted or not. That, uh, it's no matter how you think or what is your, your uh, emotions, Almost that was normal. That was normal, you know, every hole has a bullet hole for decades. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely normal. But that don't make you, you, you really different. That is the life. Mm -hmm. We got the real life. Right. How do you think growing up in the communist system has affected your art? Absolutely affected. You are, are working with the system or not. If you are not working, you are outsider. And usually the artist is outsider. So that was very, very normal push mm -hmm. for me to not to, to be, be in the society. Yeah. Right. I am outside. And, uh, and, uh, and I start to think and develop myself as an individual. So that is very, very important. I don't, 
when I was very young, everybody criticized me. Even whatever while I did, they, they did not like that idea, my environment, I will be the artist. They, uh, even my brother said, oh, that is not good because the artist will be rich when they are, you know, they're... Uh, After they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're 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 the price is appreciated yeah. when he's died. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother always told me, when do you have a real job? Why get a real job? Yeah. And and my mom was was a super mom. I have a super mom. She's ninety one years old, and she's the most supportive mom mm-hmm. ever. And but she was afraid. She was afraid that the art uh, career is not secure. And she, she was right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was forty one years old when she said. You were right. <laughs> because uh, when I was 19 years old, I quit my second job mm-hmm. and went home. And I told my mom, Mom, I quit my second job and I never ever will work to any other people, other company or anything. Why? Because when you go there, they say, do this, do that. They use me, my time, my energy, and I don't have time and energy to develop myself. Mm-hmm. I want to develop and concentrate on myself. I want to develop my full potential. Mm-hmm. And my mom was uh, scared because she thought I would be a bomb. Yeah. Yeah, because I told her that I never, and I never did. Yeah. In my whole life, it's no matter how desperate I, I was, I tried to survive from art. Mm-hmm. And, uh that's so against the you know, the communist con- concept too, you know, the whole idea of being an individual and being, you know, self-supported and, and, and creating your own life you know, against it, that system. That, that was a crime yeah. in the in the in the my country. If you don't work with, uh, you don't have government government job. Yeah, uh, you needed to work. If not, then they put you in the chair. Right. Because right. you know, right. they cannot control them. What happened to your father? Okay, that is interesting because when. Who you are, what their life gave you, two things, nature and nurture. The nature, the genetics, definitely, you know, something in the genetics. Because my father was a genius, but he was absolutely unsuccessful. Because he was uh, 19 years old or 17 years old when they took him in uh, uh, to the army, and he he was in the yeah, and then the world war broke out. Mm-hmm. They did not let uh, him go home, and uh, he he was seven years in the front. Oh wow, really? So he could not develop himself. He was a genius, but mm-hmm. he could not. How, how you can develop yourself in the, mm-hmm. when you, yeah. the front line? In the front line, yeah. And then... What was he interested in? I will tell you, okay. but so interesting, his life. Because he came back from the, the, the war, and he changed his clothes uh, to civil clothes, mm-hmm. because the Russians already occupied Budapest. Mm-hmm. And he walked home, and he saw the, the buildings where he lived, you know, that he was five blocks and he did not see her her mother seven years mm. and he was walking and there was a Russian truck stopped him put him in the truck and t- took him in the Siberia for four years wow five blocks away from his home yes yeah yeah on what what basis do you know 
I know because uh, the the war repar reparation we were in the wrong side. So when we lost the war, they uh, put on us so much debt. Yeah. We, we needed to re rebuild Russia right. mm -hmm. and give everything what we had. We have uranium, you know, that uh, 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 very expensive materials. Everything we, should, we needed to give them for mm -hmm. 30 years. Reparations. And, uh, and, uh, and so he, is, he, he was genius, but he did not have chance to do anything. He, he came back. He was participating in the Hungarian Revolution, so he needed to escape. So he was in the Thies in Austria, and then he went to Canada, and from Canada uh, he arrived in California, and then when he retired, went back to Hungary and died there. Mm -hmm. But he was so genius. When he left my country, they find 10,000 drawings. Really? And you know that was not final drawings. That was was mechanical. He he, mm -hmm. he was a visionary. He, mm -hmm. he he designed airplane, bicycle, cars, mm -hmm. and 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 he could build it up. Also, mm -hmm. he had the skill. And uh, when he left, my family put in the fireplace for four years. That is what we have. They, they, they hid them. You mean they hid the no, no, no. Oh, they burned the, the, they burned the oh, drawings. Oh, oh. As a fuel. Oh, for fuel. Yeah. That was not fine art. That was mechanical. Yeah. But he was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I pretty much I never lived with my father because uh, you know I lost him when he emigrated. Mm -hmm. But I have that ability. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that is true. The genetics. The genetics. Yeah. They're passed on to you. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 So it was like an engineer. Yeah. And and also the nurturing. Mm -hmm. How you grow up is very important. Your teacher and the schools, and I, the communist system, punished the teachers who is really good thinkers or they are not communist. So they punished them to put the worst area, mm -hmm. and and uh, my mom moved very bad area because uh, his workplace was very close, so he, uh, she she could walk. And and uh, she did not know about that. That was a very bad area, and the school was a very bad school, and they put the best teacher for punishment in the my school. So right. I had the best right, teacher. Right, right. How interesting the right. life. Yeah, I've heard that before. Uh, the artist Michael Cheval. You met Michael Cheval? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He was uh, talking about that in, in our podcast. That um, the little village he was from was full of intellectuals, and artists, and musicians because they wanted to get rid of them. They sent them out to these, you know, little places out in the country, these little villages or whatever. And then they forgot about them. They forgot they were there. And they just left them there. And so all this culture sprung up in these areas, which is really unique. You know, my my. My music teacher actually had he had the ability to to see colors when they uh, uh, played the piano. In, he he could, could see, see yeah. that that see is a, a, a mental thing, uh -huh. and you can have a Mexican mushroom has the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but but he wrote nine opera and seven hundred wow. symphony, and that was my elementary wow. school so <laughs> and, and and my or my my fine art. Uh, a teacher was incredible also. Mm -hmm. uh, he is he was totally uh, incredible, uh, charismatic character. 
And also, I had a uh, after-class teacher. They, they did not even let her to teach the kids, but he was the, the highest big cheese in the lost system. So they punished him. And he was incredible. He was really incredible. Every day he, he, he read fantastic classical books and, and teachers. And, and he had a big nose. And already I started drawing, <laughs> and I made cartoon about him, his <laughs> big nose with, uh, with different uh, situations, <laughs> and I, I wrote his uh, he, the eagle nose and everything, <laughs> and he catched two of my drawings, and and he he was tough, he he was punishing us for everything, so I was scared what will happen, you know, he got my drawings, and he said, okay, give me your uh, notification book. We did not have email there, you know. There was I, I had a little book. Probably you had, and then we got, and 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 he started writing to my mom, uh-huh. and he was very very concerned. Long, 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 long uh, writing, and I said, "What's going yeah, on?" You know, and and he called me and he said, "Take take this message to your mom," and uh, I started reading under the the school desk, and and their mom. Your, ta- uh, your son has incredible talent for art. Please educate <laughs> What a guy, huh? A great guy. He's really looking out for you. Yeah. That's a true teacher. And when he, 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 he retired, then I visited him when oh, he nice. was old. Yeah. Nice, nice. Did he know that you became a successful artist? No. No. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, he would have enjoyed that, I bet. So let's uh, go back to your childhood, because, you know, when you, when you speak with our guests, you talk about your childhood and your, your origins. So you're very poor, right? Your mother was trying to support you and your brother, um, and she didn't have any money really to entertain you, so she would take you to museums, yes. right? Because they were free or very inexpensive to yes. go to. And that was your first exposure to art, right? Pretty much because we did not have media, we didn't have the internet. Yeah. How you how you know? You right. know, we had two things. We had the, the libraries. That was a very nice libraries. You know, the communists had good system. Everything they 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 designed good system, but it's good for the society. But because the corruption and the abuse. Mm-hmm. Nothing worked, mm-hmm. but the library system worked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I went in the in the library every week, and I was so angry every time. I just I can um, just take home a six book, mm-hmm. and always I had had twenty, and I needed to make the decision mm-hmm. which six which I would take home. Uh-huh. And I was walking; that was so heavy, but but that was my life. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was. Uh, I was 14 years old, and I, I read already 2,000 books. Mm. And, uh, and yes, uh, the museum was fantastic. Uh, you know, we were together in the yes, museum. Yes. It was just incredible, yeah, world-class, yeah. world-class museum. Java and I went to Hungary together. We went to Budapest together for our listeners to fill you in. It was, must have been 10 years ago by now. Yes. Yeah. And we had a wonderful time. You took me to the museums that you went to as a child. We made a video of uh, you talking about some of the paintings. We looked at some beautiful, beautiful works. Raphael painting, I think. And, and we took you to the Hungarian Museum, the history of Hungarian yes. History Historical Museum. We had some amazing goulash. 
<laughs> we went out to the country with the 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 the, the horse, horse the horse riders. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really phenomenal. And the lake, really great lake Balaton. And we went out on a lake. Yeah, yeah almost drowned on a lake. <laughs> I almost got capsized. I was, <laughs> I was in the control. It was windy. It was very <laughs> yeah. windy in this little boat, but that was a great time. But so you decided at a very early age that you wanted to be an artist, and this is not something that most young young children decide they want to do. And you started on your own, right? Not just because I saw the pictures, because I was reading the books of the famous Hungarian artists, mm -hmm. and later Michelangelo, Leonardo. I read every every biography. But you know what is is funny about this biography? They embellish. Mm, yes. Vigorous life. Mm -hmm. They yeah. are magical. Yeah. And you go for the light as a bug. You know, you yeah. want to follow the leaders. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, so, so. Actually, I I thought I am a fictional character, a hero, and I want to be hero in the in the uh, book. That's wonderful. As every little kid wants to superstar. Yeah, know? Superman, superstar. Yeah, right? for me, because the museums and the reading about the artists is uh, that was the way. And when I went first time into Florence. I had a very weird feeling because I read so many books about the uh, or Italian artists. Mm -hmm. I felt at home. That was so strange. I knew the buildings because mm -hmm. the photographs and everything, mm -hmm. and that was an interesting experience. Actually, two places in the world that uh, opposite normal people uh, go mentor: Florence and Jerusalem. And where Jerusalem? Jerusalem. Uh -huh. Because that is. Emotionally, so you are so there, and yeah. oh, I am walking here. I'm yeah. touching what Michelangelo touched, uh -huh. right. I, and, and actually, I touched the Michelangelo's uh, sculptures. Uh -huh. You know, that, that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Medici palace yeah. I went when when he, you know, he was living yeah. there, and, and they were my heroes. That yeah. was everything, and, and I was be. concentrating on that. The Uffizi too, what a great museum, huh? Oh, Uffizi museum, fabulous. Incredible. Yeah. You can, yeah. you know, this is too much. You can see just one part in the room, oh, one, one, one visit. You can't you take know? it in one day. Yeah. And Vasari uh, was the yeah, architect. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The man yeah, who wrote Vasari. the first art history book, Giorgio yeah. Vasari, was the architect. What amazing people back then. What oh, amazing time in history. And huh? the respect, how he, yeah. he brought. Yeah. And he, he knew already what is the real, you know. He has incredible yeah. uh, vision. Yeah. So you decide you want to be an artist, and your friends are out going to the movies and playing, and you're back in your, at home making uh, making a painting of a hand. And you said you the, you picked the hardest thing you painted, the human hand. Is your no, first I did assignment? I did not pick the hardest. I just I was painting a painting, a subject where I copied very, very complicated, it beautiful her Raphael actually. Uh -huh. That was a Raphael painting, paintings and hand and that had. A hand. The hand. Uh -huh. So I did not pick up the hand, just right. that was yeah. uh, one of my projects. Right. And I was really struggling with that the, because the perspective, the anatomy, the light and shadow, that was. And actually, I did not know how I think with the uh, oil, mm -hmm. just I, I fool around. Mm -hmm. that, uh, when you go to a, a, a painting class, they teach you, you know, how you. Uh, how you using the media? I did not even hand, uh, 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 know the chemicals and anything. I mixed up the mediums. And then I, I bought the, the first chemical that was turpentine, and I did not know what what they use for. <laughs> and and also because I did not put any a turpentine that was drying so slow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because the because right. the linseed oil 
is not dry in Goya. It's right. never dry, if you actually. So you need uh, you need use some medium to making in Christ, mm -hmm. but I did not know. Yeah. So it took me months so you and learn months. So these things the hard way, trial ah, and error. Right? Trial and error, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you decide that you want to become an artist, and unfortunately, in the Soviet system, in the communist system, there everything is based on how many people they need for any particular activity, right? So they decide they don't want any competition. And so one place will make refrigerators, and one place will make airplanes, and one place will make uh, you know tractors. And so for artists, how many opportunities were there in Hungary to become an artist and go to art school? In the paper, they selected the best, the best, but every year just five, five new artists. Five new artists every yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. And you have five a sculptor and a, and a five painter. Five, yeah, yeah. And of course, they weren't the most talented people. No, they were because not because, because because they uh, you know somebody has the grandson in the party bus or yeah. or some movie star has the uh, children and I had a uh, a friend we went together to be tested and accepted in one place and they kicked me out right away they was very arrogant and my friend father was very close the communist top of leadership and they called him also and they told, uh, told him you know we cannot accept you this year but uh, you will be in the academy automatically mm. you should nothing else just because of that relationship because the, his father was yeah. 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 communist yeah so you kept applying and applying, and then you wanted to go to school in the Netherlands, as I recall, right? In Amsterdam? Or? You know, after a little while, I, I, I realized I just wasted my time. Mm -hmm. And I had friends in the Amsterdam, and uh, they sent me application for the Queen Academy mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, in the Amsterdam. And I filled it up, the application, and that was looks like a magical way I, I hoped will, will be work. When you are young, you are materialistic. <laughs> and uh, I filled up and I knew I need permission. You need permission for anything when you are in the, under communist uh, oppression. So I approached the, the cultural our, our, uh, department, they called ministerium. And uh, they said, okay, uh, you have this application, and, but you should go to the, back to the Hungarian Art Academy. They will test you, and they say you are okay, then maybe we let you, you out. I did not believe them, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but that Your was hope. a hope. Yeah. That was a hope. So uh, next year I went back. I went through the normal process that was two, two weeks testing. And they said, if I go to, to go through the first week, then, then I will get the recommendation letter because I was in the, the best group now. They never will accept me in the, that academy, but I I was in the in the very 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 top level in the that time. So I tried my best and, and very successful went through the test. So I asked them, the school officials, can I have the recommendation letter? And they said, uh, okay, no problem, just wait five minutes. In the five minutes, I got, I, they uh, gave me a closed envelope, 
and they said, personally, take this and this uh, department mm -hmm. tomorrow. And I went home a bit mixed feeling, mixed feeling the hope, and I was scared. What's will happening? What is this? Is, this um, is your and, future, right? And, and yeah. exactly because yeah. after you know I visited uh, it for the four years, Waiting to trying and trying, yeah. and I, I thought there is a opening a little way to really progress. Right. And when I went home, and uh, and I hold that closed envelope, and I, I that was the key for my future. I want to know what is in. I was very confident because they said, okay, you, you went through this test and we gave you the recommendation letter. So there was not, nothing negativity, but still I was scared. I was in the common system, so you never know. I want to read what is inside because actually I observe back of the envelope and they, they, they grew together. There was five rubber stamp print. They do that when, when they don't want the people opening. Right. But definitely, you know, uh, that bugged me, and I want to open. Mm -hmm. But you're thinking, well, this is a recommendation letter. Why would it be stamped on the back with exactly. so many stamps that exactly. you know, I can't open it? Yeah. You know, there's yeah. not a diplomatic secret or something right. to say recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I could not not use theme because then I can, you cannot put back exactly the right place and a little bit messy. So I find the other way. We had the old slide projector, but actually we did not use that time. And I used as the optical device. I rearranged the lenses and made a way when I could focus actually the closed envelope the, every page I could focus and I could see it mm -hmm. what they they uh, what is it you know when you go through the strong light you can see mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. and I start reading uh, a gentleman or comrade comrades comrades uh, uh, Chaba Marcas want to go a western an, uh, an art institution uh, please never ever let him out mm. never let him out of the country. I was shocked yeah. Because I know they don't like me, yeah. <laughs> you know, but that was in the writing. Right, right. <laughs> that was in the writing, and that was really scary. Because what future I have mm. if the, if if they handle me this way? So I got very angry. Anger sometimes is good. Maybe that's not the smartest way to be angry, but I got very angry. I I, I got very forceful. That is my life on the. On the future in my uh, in the state so next day I dressed up the best clothes and I went in that uh, the uh, cultural department and ministerium a big building in the center of the city and I went to the front desk and I told them I have a couple of words with the minister and I was so confident and, and, and well-dressed and energetic, they thought I have appointment. They never thought, you know, I just, just walk in and I want yeah. to talk with the minister, that's not normal. <laughs> they just assumed they were Yeah, yeah. Which, so, is very, very, which is a very communist <laughs> attitude too, right? Nobody yeah. cared. <laughs> the communist people is very interesting. They always kick down who was uh, was a lower level right, right. and kissed a desk. Yeah. <laughs> so when you are forceful, <laughs> they think they, you're, yeah, 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 they thought I'm somebody. Yeah, right. 
so they let me me go up in the office of the minister, and I step in, and I was very surprised. I am there, and he was surprised because we did not have any appointment. <laughs> and the guy standing in the, his room, his office, and you know, he said, "What?" And, uh, and 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 I said, uh, "Come, comrade," and I I want to communicate with him. But I realize I don't have complaint because I should not open and I should not read. <laughs> you know, so what I know letter, what yeah. negative situation I am. Mm -hmm. So I starting talk around and I I uh, told the minister uh, comrade I am here because I have a feeling <laughs> <laughs> the common com communist uh, uh, no I did not say communist uh, uh, the government don't support my higher education and uh, you know, that, that guy was full of what and uh, he stopped me very arrogantly also it looks like I am nobody that is the best, uh, worst thing in the in the communist system you feeling you don't get respect you are nothing nothing and they they actually uh, projected to you you are nothing mm -hmm. So I was fighting for my own existence, my own way, my own will. And he said, you know what is your problem? And I said, what is my problem? You have two high dreams. You are unrealistic, you should lower it. What is good advice? But I did not want to lower it. What, I will go to the factory? You know what, my mom asked me to go with her in the same factory where she was an administrative worker. And I said, oh, no, I want to paint. And, and she said, you know, there is a, there is a, a, a metal manufacturing area when they're making wood, uh, uh, wood uh, forms to pure liquid metal. How, how, they, how they call it? In molds? Molds, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there is people who making molds mm -hmm. with wood and they paint mm -hmm. in beautiful color. Mm -hmm. That was my mom version. Mm -hmm. Go, uh, she thought there was a compromise for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. So, the minister said, be realistic, lower your dreams. And then I stopped him, because I know where we are going. I said, comrade, don't tell me what how big my dream should be. Let me decide how huge a dream I want to reach. And in that moment, I realize I'm in the wrong place, I'm in the wrong country. That is not my country. Then they, they, they gave me obstacles and obstacles, and, and they, they, I don't get respect. Why I should stay there? Right. Looks like a bad marriage. It's not, yes. no, no future. Right. Nothing working out. That is aggravate me every day. I, I, it aggravated me to listen to television, go to school and listen to my teacher. Everybody was lying and propaganda. And, and I, because I was independent and I was a street kid, I was honest. I was straight shooter. Mm -hmm. I did not lie, the lie, the lie, the lie. So in the, that moment, I realized I should divorce my country. There is no place. I tried everything. Even I had uh, my my girlfriend, and I told her, told her if I find just one things in the uh, in the, my country, then I can grow. 
and I can develop myself, then I will stay. But I did not find mm -hmm. anything. Everywhere it was, was, was just uh, was no future. So, my next step, I want to get a passport and escape, or somehow I leave my country, divorce it. And I applied my, my passport. And they rejected. They, they, they wrote to me, we cannot give you passport because you are an enemy of the state. Enemy of the state. Because my wow. father was, was, was right. escaped, right. and after uh, uh, my brother, you Your brother had already left, right? Yeah, left. Yeah. He was 18 years old, yeah. and he, wow. he was uh, running through the, yeah. the, the, without paper, he escaped just, and went to Italy, actually. I went to Italy, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and then he came to this country, what was good for him, but bad for me. He came to the U.S.? Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, because, because uh, they punished me. They could not punish them, so mm -hmm. they punished me. Mm -hmm. that, uh, that, that, they always did it. Uh, actually, if you, if you had something, uh, property they confiscated because just you leave the, leave the country. Mm. This is uh, a deterrent, a deterrent. So people don't go and escape. You know, when you are talking war, building walls, there's a big difference than the Berlin, Berlin Wall when they build it wall so the, the citizen cannot leave. Right. Or you making a fence so the stranger is not coming in. Coming in. Big, big difference. <laughs> difference, right? In the, my country, if you, uh, you, you, went, uh, you want to leave the country, they shoot you mm -hmm. in the border. They shoot you. Mm -hmm. I had a friend, very close friend, and he wanted to escape. And he went down close to the border he, with a train, and a policeman and get them, and, and they had a map. And the policeman went and opened the map. There was the border, and with his finger, he made a, a line. And, 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 and they put uh, my friend in the chair mm. because they said, see, this is the proof they want to leave the country. Because of a line on the map. Yes. Oh, wow. Mm. So you become an enemy of the state and they spy on you. They're listening in on your f telephone and they're they, outside the door of your apartment. Huh? They, I don't know how many people they put, me, put on me. They want to know who I am. Yeah. So they listen every, every phone call. And, and my, we, you know, we, had, we had the traditional uh, her, her, her phone with the line and the uh, landline. And in the, my home, the phone, phone was always between two pillows. Because <laughs> even you hanged up, they can listen. You they can listen while you're talking in the bed or the uh -huh. kitchen. <laughs> so you always had the phone between yeah, pillows. Between two, two, two pillows, <laughs> and there was a stereo. <laughs> and also, same time when I, I, I talked with phone, I had a, a, a you know, my father, uh, my brother uh, sent me some uh, acoustic device so I can attach the phone and I recorded everything. There was a studio recording, record my every conversation because I want to know what's happening. And one time, um, the, the line was cut off and, and I put down the phone and I heard noise. And, and I, I went to the recorder, wind back, and I heard, oh, this is cut off, so what have we should to do now? Mm -hmm. So I recorded them in mm -hmm. the there, you know, they, that was a proof. Right. And when I told my mom, mom started to be very, yeah. very worried. Yeah, I Because I said, you know, they, they, uh, I said to my mom, mom, they are, are after me. Mm -hmm. She did not believe me. Mm -hmm. 
I was nobody, why they should, mm. why they did. Mm. And then, then I showed her the proof, you know, mm. they are, are after me and that they always there, there, there was in the light, you could, you could hear them. And uh, they follow me in the street. So I, 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 I changed clothes and hat and uh, jumped down in the street, hit uh, a car and up very frequently and very uh, unregulated form. So they could not uh, follow me, but they followed me. And, uh, and I knew they are following me, so I can use them to send a message with fake conversation, so I, I disinformed them. Disinformation, you know. yeah. Yo, actually, when I, when, when I applied the passport, I said, oh, I love, love the Hungarian system, that is the future, not America. You know, so gave them, looks like they want to know who I am, so they, they got a message. And they were very disturbed because they want to find something and they couldn't, couldn't find anything. Yeah. That uh, like a, a, a cat and mouse game. Right. And that every year, seven years, I seven go to years apply, you apply for the passport, and then yeah. they refuse, yeah. refuse, and always I needed to complain personally. That was the internet, you know. You said, and every time when I went, I had my girlfriend there, and uh, I told her, her you know. Uh, Hug me and kiss me because may, maybe I am not coming back, but I should go. Yeah. And she she said the same things. You know, when when we t uh, took out the garbage, we always put broken glass and disgusting food particles and everything, and we never put in the our garbage mm -hmm. uh, bin. Always put in the neighbor. Neighbor's bin. Yeah. Uh, every everything in my life was controlled mm -hmm. and looks like a movie. Wow. It's amazing trying to think of living in those circumstances for years. Day, yeah, for years. And you know, if they catch you, you die. You go. You're going away, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They send you to who, who knows where, or, yeah. or kill you. So, how did you get your passport? I went so many times in the KGB. They start to know me, uh -huh. and. Uh, Everywhere uh, you can find bad people and good people, and there were some good people there oh, so who respect yeah. my characters. Uh -huh. You know, I was, uh, yeah, yeah. they saw, saw my face, I, 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 mm -hmm. I was uh, open eye, uh, naive, mm -hmm. young, energetic kid who try and try, and then I was talking to him. And he said, You know what? In the two weeks, you will know the final decision. After seven years, you know, they play with me. And and I did not went nowhere for two weeks. I every day I was sitting in the in the in the window and waited postman. And not nobody came. And I said, okay, that was a false hope. Something good happening. And that was Saturday. No post postal service. And I saw a special motorcycle mail carrier stopped into my home. And the guy came, gave me envelope, a huge envelope, and I left. And, and I opened the uh, oh, a big envelope, and there was my passport. Wow. Unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable, yeah. It's like a gift from God. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I called my brother, uh, send me. He was back in the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy, buy airplane because as soon as possible. Because yeah. I was afraid. And yeah, that you change your mind. Just yeah. a trick, yeah. No just a trick. trick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what he does. <laughs> give him a passport and catch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cut a, 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 a cat and mouse game, you know. <laughs> that, that is the next thing. 
so uh, after her, her I think so two weeks or ten days, I was in the airport. Mm -hmm. My whole family was there. I went with a big suitcase. Nothing was inside <laughs> because they can use against you anything yeah. what you have. Have you there. tried taking something with you? Train, you know, smuggle no, something no, with more, you? No, not smuggle. Oh, okay. More as the you know when you know you emigrate, mm -hmm. you 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 want to take photographs yeah. and addresses of your friends so you right. can contact it uh -huh. with them. Right. There was no internet, so yeah. so. Uh, if I'm not taking in my their addresses, then how I can contact them? Mm -hmm. But I did not take it anything. Yeah, nothing. Huh? Nothing yeah. because because then they will go after my friends. Ah. Mm -hmm. So with the with the big suitcase that was almost nothing there. They let me board the plane. And they're watching you in the airport, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I recognize their faces. <laughs> because I was afraid. I was looking, oh, I know that guy. Oh, I know. <laughs> After seven He's years, that's a relationship. Actually, it's a good relationship. <laughs> they were just standing, nothing. I don't know what was their, their game. Maybe they thought that I will be with some people or somebody meet with, them, with me, somebody coming for me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So they uh, let me sit in on the plane, and and my my brain was freezed because I was afraid to think. That was so big moment in the, my life. I don't want to complain it, but will happen. And the plane starts moving, shaking, and I said, No, no, no! I am not thinking. I am not thinking. And the plane was toxic. No, I am not thinking. That is just a trick. And then, woo, I was in the air and I was free. And my, my mom was crying in the airport because uh, the, the second son, the last one, uh, left her. Mm -hmm. But she, she told me, you know my son, one of my eyes crying because I love you and I don't want you. You know, probably I will not see you ever. Mm -hmm. But my other eye is 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 smiling mm, because, because I know that America will be a good place mm, for you. Yeah, yeah. And go there and protect your brother, mm. be together. And I start crying. Not because uh, my, my mom was there and I live in my culture, my friends, and maybe never I can go back. You know, that was the, you know, when you, you leave the country, you are coming up. Yeah. And, uh, I was crying because I know how much energy I have. It looks like a, a strong train. I needed a, a truck, the, the train truck, <laughs> to go in a direction. And right. I know America is my train truck. Right. Right. I, I, I can start my engines. Yes. And, and I can, uh, they let me dream. And maybe America don't have a red carpet. But there is possibility to reach your dreams. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're crying because you know your new life is beginning. Right? Oh yeah. You know every little baby crying when yeah. born. <laughs> I just did as a little baby. Thank you for listening to Park West Galleries Behind the Artist. To learn more about Park West Gallery's family of artists, visit us online at parkwestgallery.com or follow us on social media. You can subscribe to Behind the Artist on your favourite podcast app and be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes.